This is Critical Nonsense, our high lowbrow show about culture, science, and tech. This week, Aaron asks us about names. Run away, run away, run away and start the podcast. This is what a joke sounds like in the second take where I did a different Real McCoy song. This is an Aaron sounding like these. Yes. You set it up, Joey. That was you. And this is what... An executive producer and Swedish pop techno musician Jess Vander sounds like. Hi, this is Jess. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that got me. That was good. Good good morning, Hi. good afternoon, good evening to all of the listeners in Listenerville. Um what are we doing today? What are we talking about today, guys? What's our what's our discussion? How do we do um, this? How do we how do we start this thing? Where, where am I going? I don't know. Uh, uh, no housekeeping other than just continual updates on the dating conversation front, wherein I saw something this week where someone said, can we just admit that all everyone really wants is a clone of 2012 era OkCupid? Okay That's it. That's the hmm. update. Not wrong. That thing was really awesome. It was really, really awesome. Uh, they failed man. because they didn't make an app. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, does that with take that, us Aaron, into? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, what, what are we talking about? Oh, man. Other than Swedish <laughs> pop techno. Uh, Y'all, if you are not I'm getting a Barbie that girl. in your life. Yes. In all of the Barbie worlds. Um, that was not an accent. That was just me uh, Don't turn around. <laughs> that, oh, see my heartbreaker. To make it a little bit share <laughs> She would do it well. She would. Yeah, but she had her own Swedish pop techno song in that True. era. You are right. You are okay. right. Okay. So, thank you, Jess. That <laughs> Jess was helpful. hates Swedish pop techno. You're right. <laughs> How did you know that about me? It's so obvious. So, I wanted to talk to you actually a little bit about share. I think. Um, you know, I, I, I just, we spent a little bit of time before the podcast and we were talking a little bit about, I mean, we we're talking about our families and we started talking about names. We started talking specifically about just, you know, what our names told us about ourselves, what our names tell us about other people. And obviously we spent a lot of time in work thinking about language and sometimes specifically about naming things and ideas and whatnot. And so, you know what I wanted to talk about the thing, the question that's on my mind, what's in a name? <laughs> just is so upset. Cause this is just so how I, so I've been thinking premise. <laughs> If I could turn back time. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to get some aqua in there. Um, yes. What oh. is in a name? I don't, I mean, it's, it's like the personal name conversation is, feels like, I don't know, is it different or the same as like the naming anything else? Like I always wanted a different name like my whole life but then i've gotten to the point where everyone's like no you're a joey 
like mm-hmm. we no. refuse. I'm like, I'm, give, can I get a nickname? And everyone's like, like no, nope. sorry, you're Joey. That's what it's it too is. Late. Yes. I mean, I would say very firmly just for that exact example that you are definitely a Joey. Uh, <laughs> there is no question in my mind that you could be anyone uh, other than that. I don't believe that I'm an Aaron. I actually, Whoa. I don't know that I am necessarily an Aaron. Interesting. Now you're saying it and I'm kind of like, yeah, I you're know. right. Could we, could we unpack what it is that is the sensation of feeling or not feeling like your name. Like that mm-hmm. means that there is this, and I think we've I had one conversation with Ash and Nora on the show about this a, a while back, but of like of embodying a name that requires a construct of a person mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that name. Mm-hmm. Is it because it's somebody you know? Are we getting know? back to platonic forms again? Yeah, we of course are getting back to pl- <laughs> platonic forms. The platonic ideal of an Aaron. Like, did you know an Aaron growing up that may have created this perception? This is, I love that this is a little bit therapy. Why not? But no, there was another Aaron. <laughs> His name also ended with a P, Aaron Prince. And oh, no. uh, so we had to like stand next to each other in everything. Yeah. And- he was so there was a little bit of identity crisis between Aaron and I. Um, like we went up head to head against each other in like the third grade spelling bee, and I failed on the word litigator, and it was just him and I, and he eventually won. It, yeah, it was, it was really hard. You didn't anyway, litigate the conclusion of that. I was going to, but I was too busy screwing around thinking it was alligator litigator, so I was chomping around at the bit, just being like, "No, let me do it again." <laughs> See how I tied all of that in. But I think to your first question, Jess, like, I don't think that I am uh, experiencing any sort of like existential trauma in that I don't think my name is my name. But what I do think, and I consider this a lot, is how I show up to people when I haven't had a chance to set any expectations. And I think it shows up. Naming dysmorphia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like think about clothing or like clothes even like spending a lot of time thinking about how if I can make a first impression, I want clothes to do that. Um, But if I have the wrong clothes, it's it's kind of clothing dysmorphia. Like you are going to interpret Mm -hmm. me as something that I'm not or I might see that that way. Also, throwing at you some studies because this is fun. It seems as though a study from the 2000s by some U.S. psychologist, even after controlling for family background and like general satisfaction or dissatisfaction with life, people who didn't like their own name tended to have poor psychological adjustment. Basically, wow. like I like don't have a, the confidence or self-esteem because like I don't like my name and it like doesn't feel right. So actually, this is like a real thing. Also, there's other evidence that your name generally can affect your personality. Like your Mm. name changes you in the way that maybe it, you know, other people have perceptions of what somebody thinks of that name and therefore they treat you a certain way and then therefore you become a certain way. But it is a not, this is like a thing, guys. It totally is. I grew up with an Anthony who when we were kids was Tony. And he always was like, I'm not a Tony. I'm just not a Tony. And when he went to college, 
he was like, this is the moment I am now Anthony. And he ever since then has like really become so much more in sync with himself just in general. It's like you can I like that. I just, you know, sample size of one perhaps on as an uh, extrapolation from that study. But at Joey, I mean, I'm curious if you could talk about the Joe Joseph Joey journey uh, if yeah. there was one and how that sat with you. I, I would, I, I have no recollection of ever being, you know, like when I would get to school, it would be like, Joseph came or like, you know, like calling attendance and I'd be like, Joey, like, you know, I would like correct it early in school, but I don't remember, like my dad still calls me Joe most often. My mom calls me Joey. Sometimes my dad calls me Joey, but like they're, you know, growing up, like, I have a super Catholic name, Joseph Paul Kameyer, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Saint, Saint, uh, <laughs> French name and grew up in a very Catholic, uh, area. So it was like Michael's and Joseph's abound. Uh, and so I think I sort of took solace in the fact that like most kids went by Joe. There are fewer Joey's than Joe's, even though there are lots of Joseph's. And so, I liked that. And then, and then at some point, any other Joey's started to fall away. So then I was like the only Joey that remained. And I think that made me feel more confident uh, by like having like something unique because I always felt like I had a very generic name. And so I, I kind of like clung on to it. I didn't want to be a Joseph. This is also related to another study conducted by the Beijing Institute of Psychology that also after other controls, having a rarer name could give you a greater sense of personal uniqueness and was associated with an increased odds of having a more unusual career, like being a film director or a judge. It immediately takes me to the coldest to ever do it, Crawford, the Mm. athlete. Do you know about this story where his mom, his mom was like, I just knew that this was going to be like that my son was going to be like the coldest to have a do it. And that just like, it had to be done. Um, And it's kind of amazing that like he grew into that name is, you know, like it embodies not just the uniqueness, but like, you know, it's like destiny. Yes. I, I like, uh, the coldest to ever do it, Crawford, is such a fucking incredible name. Like, oh yeah, and 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 the coldest as the first name is like, mm-hmm. it's a, just a cool sounding name by itself. And you're like, you're like, D- is that like a family name? Like, you could you could sort mm-hmm. of just be like, oh, I'm unfamiliar. But then you're like, my middle name is to ever do it. And no, that, like, that is. I oh, think that is that shit. is hearsay. I think his middle name is actually Juan. But the 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 whole con- the construct is, you know, that's just what he's called. Yeah. And to that end, like Joey, you had common name. We just talked about an uncommon name, and I think that that's where I probably feel my existential stretch is that like I think I am more unique than an Aaron. Like mm. that is it. And I remember playing around with like, should I use my middle name? And that sort of thing. But those didn't really suit me either. I'm not saying it because I don't want somebody to like try to steal my identity. It already happened this year. Thanks, Kate. Bye. 
Uh, but I do think that the conversation that he either has with other people around like what makes you distinct or are you distinct enough and how that motivates you absolutely would impact, I think, the yeah. way that you show up or think that you can show up to others. Um, yeah. I just had a conversation this morning because I play the daily while I'm eating breakfast and getting ready in the morning on the home speakers. And they had a, uh, ad for Emerson college on mm -hmm. the, the daily. And Emerson was like, that school stole my name. That school <laughs> stole my name. And I was like, well, it's been around a little longer than you have. And she was like, no, that school stole my, like, stole she, it. she right, hasn't like like hers. Bumped, bumped into other yeah. Emersons in the world. So she feels like a very, like, I didn't know she did, but she feels like an ownership <laughs> over the name. Uh, mm -hmm. And that was the first time she's experienced something like that. Interesting. So Question to the name of name commonality and having your name be stolen. I Google my name every once in a while, and I remember because someone got AaronPowers.com before I could, and he's a designer at Nike. And um, for many, actually, there's a designer at Nike with my name, and there's a robotics expert with my name in particular that both got AaronPowers.com, I think, before me. And um, I have wanted to email them just to be like, hello, we exist. But then I'm also like, this is this is not only creepy, it's just not used, like, what what are we going to do? We're going to start the Aaron Powers Club? Like, uh, yeah. that doesn't do much. Yes. But I'm curious. Yes, you should. We this might, is like we the Ryans meetup. Did you see? Yes. Did you see the yes. Ryans? So there is this thing where great. in New York City, there was like a Ryans meetup. Of like, all Ryans so can come. And we're all just going to be around. It's like, hey, nice to meet you, Ryan. Oh, Ryan, nice to meet you. I'm Ryan. Um, and, you know, that was the whole thing. And it was wildly viral for, <laughs> for I don't know what reason. Oh, I I'm, not, I'm, here, I'm here with Ryan. I'm just Joey, actually. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I loved that. And I'm curious, do you guys, have you found like you're not, they're not doppelgangers, but your name old sharers out there that like, overlap with your name or are your names both so unique that you don't have that many people out there that come up over and over and over again so i remember distinctly joey had surfaced at some point there's a website where you can look up like how many people in the country in the u.s have your same name and i looked Ooh. this up and it is really interesting because different permutations have different um, mm. responses because Vander is actually like pretty rare mm -hmm. because it's usually Vander something. Right. Um, and I believe Jessica Vander, there may be like two of us. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But, but other variations, there are right. more. Right. Right. Like, yeah. there so, like, are it, it was like something like that. I can't remember precisely, but I, I, we should, we should find this link and put it in the show notes because it is yes. really interesting. And, and then the, the realization that like a certain permutation, though there are thousands of people who may have your name is crazy. I mean, is it like in your instance, is it like Vanderhoven or Jess versus Jessica? I think it's like Jess versus Jessica versus Jesse versus yeah, Van yeah. Space Durr. Okay. I am I am clearly the dominant Joey K. Meyer that exists <laughs> in the world. If I'm searching, it's like a, all of the search. results are are 
me. I'm the champion of Good my name. Good on you. Yes. Uh, but I think there may be a few other Catholic, French Canadian, you know, Canucks that uh, have my name <laughs> that are, are out there. But I seem to be the champion. I am the Jet Li. I've eaten the others. <laughs> That's not I, how that movie went. He murdered them. Uh. <laughs> but I also didn't realize that, like, I'm glad that you just said that because I just did mine because I haven't done it in a long time. And I'm second on my list. That Nike designer still, who goes by Sketch as his uh, other name, uh, he, so he dropped the Aaron. He doesn't really count. He d- it's Sketch Powers dash Aaron Powers. Sketch, if you are somehow listening to this, I should just email him because I probably can't. <laughs> but because <laughs> I through work, we can definitely just talk to each other. But like, man, the 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 other side, the kindred spirit, very interesting. I, I'm curious. Have you have y'all ever? It, this conversation has made me appreciate people who have gone through name changes in a different way. I don't think I had a strong opinion about folks who go through name changes, um, like the college moment or like starting a career or moving to a new city and just going by a different name. But I, I think my, my probably my casual, like not thinking about it interpretation would have been like trying a little hard, you know? Uh, but I think, I think it is sort of a powerful thing. Clearly like the studies that you referenced, Jess sort of, uh, allude to the fact that like, you know, taking a moment and choosing what you want your name to be, seems to be powerful. I'm curious if y'all have ever had like a nickname or even given yourself a nickname. Well, I feel like the first and most like pressing example to my mind is like the trans community and you know the passing of your dead name and creating a new name that represents who you are it's like a very unique rite of passage there and i i think it's it is a really interesting example of having sort of the ownership of you as an adult to assert like what feels right to you because more mm-hmm. often than not you're given a name i think this, the second example that comes to mind are people who, in getting married, decide to take the name of their partner, either their last name or combining names or hyphenating or all sorts of things like that. Like, that is also such an, like, a pressing identity defining adult agency naming moment. But, like, I do think what you're getting after, Joey, is that there's the category of just, like, incrementally feeling your way to a name not in any formal or like big moment but like nicknaming and how those things emerge and how sometimes they morph over time the the phenomenon that I don't know if there's a name for this but where like a nickname becomes longer than the actual name Mm. by accident Mm. (laughs) Uh, or think you know like the sort of morphology of such things and i i think there there's like something about that too where it's like a it's a very um it's not as even as much logical as it is sometimes a name just like feels right yeah i couldn't get my nickname cosmo to stick Ah! it was back when i was 14 i wore a shirt that had a lot of planets on it at camp and so, and I even got like a dog tag with Cosmo on it because no, that you was did not. hard. Oh yeah. You did not. <laughs> Amazing. And 
I was like, everybody was like, yeah, Cosmo. So I got I was Cosmo for a summer at summer camp. Then I went back to school and I was like, guys, just call me Cosmo. And they were like, no, that's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, I guess I'll <laughs> stick with Aaron. Yeah, I, I've i had like people, I've told y'all before, like someone I didn't know his name gave him the name Jefferson. And I found out recently that he goes by his name's matt and he still goes by jefferson and he doesn't even introduce himself as matt anymore uh i met someone in college who when they got adopted by their stepfather legally they had an opportunity to change their name and they didn't know so while they were in front of the judge they said they also wanted to change their middle name to danger and the judge wouldn't let them change their middle name to danger so they changed it to d for danger uh did I not tell you my friend's friend is legally named Danger, has Danger as his middle name, and he goes by it in professional contexts so that he is a more memorable director, uh, cinematographer. Amazing. That's like the, yeah. the what's his guy? I just, uh, CBS anchor Major. Um, his first name is Major. He's always, he's like a, not a senior correspondent, but he's in the news group. And I had just listened to an interview with him and uh, whoever the politicians kept on like saying, yeah, so Major, this, this, this. And I'm like, man, it's really smart for them to get like a brigadier general in there to do interviews. <laughs> and then later on, I saw him again. I was like, oh no, your first name is Major. That's badass. Like, yeah, you could, yeah. Aaron Powers want, want Major Powers. <laughs> major yeah. Powers. Like, yeah. That just, <laughs> What? So you're a super villain. You can do it. We, you're a super villain. We there there is something of like when it goes right and when it goes wrong. Like even your real name. Like I had a friend named Ryan Manley. He was like a friend of a friend, and his brother's name was Dick Manley. But then Dick Manley joined the Navy, and his official title was Seaman Dick Manley. Like that. That's his real name, like on paperwork, and. It's like he his name wasn't Richard. Like his parents just named him Dick. Like that was his legal name, and I think he just like leaned into it. But you like there, it it goes the other way too, right? Like I'm very uh, close with a Jasmine Rice, and she's a doctor, and she has <laughs> got a PhD. And nope, her mom wasn't thinking about the food at all. She just liked the name Jasmine, and here we are. She's like something about this just feels so natural. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what it could be. I'm a very big fan of hers. Jasmine's kind of a badass. Oh, how fun. I think that we've done it. I think, is this the time to corner uh, ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> Your segment, we should just have a segment called Aaron Segways. The whole episode is one big segue. So what are we talking about today, guys? Are we done? Are we there? <laughs> the reason I am so focused on segues is because I am always chronically terrified that I'm late because I probably am and it's not my fault. And that is what's happening right now. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. It's not. I'm just attentive to people. Yeah, you're really thoughtful. You think of everything. I do. What is in a name? Is it Something that makes you feel special? Something that feels like somebody else? Is it something that is innately in you that you just need to find out and embody 
in time. Names are really interesting. We shape them. They shape us. We sometimes like don't know how to handle the ones that we are given and we take the ones that feel truer to our adult forms. And it's such a strange thing in this life that we have to negotiate something that is the most important thing to our individual persons. So what a what an interesting thought experiment. Aaron Powers, Joey K. Meyer. Hey, Jess Vander. Hey. Throw hey. that mind grapes into the mind hey. flask and make an experimental mind tonic of wine based mind variety. Yes. Right. I just got all over it. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> like Rufio rolling in shit. It's like, just why didn't we just let that go? No, it's better. It's better than that. It's somewhere between. <laughs> I'm riffing. I can't stop. I'm riffing. I can't stop. <laughs> Please, Frank. Aaron, <sighs> do a scat real quick. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be a real scat, but um, yeah. it's just another part of the song. Uh, uh, can you do David real quick? Um, I was going to do David Bowie. David but... tonight. Oh, that David. <laughs> I know a lot of all the other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. Yes. Yep. There will be okay. a link in the show notes if you do not know the real world New Orleans, the best of 1998 <laughs> television. Whew. We did it. We did it. We I'm did going it. To... Um, okay. Potato feet. Critical nonsense is a Sylvain potato feed. To you, bye. Ouch! Potato chips! Why did you cut off my feet? <laughs> I always do like to thank executive producer and segue herder Jeff Vander. Uh, also, Alex Contel and the French to my fry, our sound engineer. I did that backwards. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to thank programming coordinator, quarter, <laughs> programming quarter, and disaster engineer Les Jacobs. Sorry, Gilbert and Nora Mestridge. Please help us right now. Did you, you say sorry, Gilbert? I, I hopefully I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, and God. as always, and as always, thank you, sorry, Ellen. Special thanks to like fumbling lips and. Yeah. Ooh, bumbling lips and Torres potato chips both go really well together. They're very, very, very good. Their uh, black truffle flavor is really good, as is their Mediterranean herb and the paprika. Those are all good ones that I've had this week. Very good. Bumbling lips is a thing. What is what is? Oh, Torres potato chips. I'm sorry, I did do both of those okay. real fast together. <laughs> oh, and I do find that they have like a, a champagne potato chip. It's it's weird, but it's worth the first try. And- potato chip? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Champagne from a campaign. What's my name? <laughs> champagne from a what campaign. What's my name? What's champagne my name? What's my name? We're going to different directions. Champagne from the prank. Yes. Um, we'd like to thank uh, Sonic. No, that's not Sonic Youth. Help me out. It's a two word. So- oh my. Uh, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm filling time while you Cypress are. Cypress Hill. Cypress okay. Hill. 
I knew it was two words and it started with a suh. Very oh, different than Sonic Youth, but it's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to also thank um, uh, uh, 90s. Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I can do three words too. I can do musically related three words too, I swear. Neutral Milk Hotel is a band. And Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is Wilco's first album. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> I think I'm Wiggy. We I'm blew it. Just, yep. It's yep, a long we, ditch. We just, yes. we just fell down a hole real fast. That yes. was zero to the bottom of it. Eventually, we are all inevitably going to fall down the void that is our cognitive decline, wherein we will soon become dust. I <laughs> really. I hope that our data will tell us at which word every listener dropped off. That is my hope. I want to see that graph. And with that, I bid you both a fond farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Dumbledore eats snails. Many, many snails. Okay.